Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Thank you once again for tuning in to Radio Harambe. I am Dave McBride, broadcasting from the Radio Harambe studios, and joining me as always, Safari Mike. Mike, how are you today? Jumbo Dave, how are you? Well, uh, you could hear my uh, <laughs> child screaming in the background, probably, if you have your headphones on. So uh, we're a little uh, stressed out here in the uh, Radio Harambe studios, but. Uh, Maybe you are, I'm fine. My intrepid wife and. His mother is on the case, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll get this background noise down to a minimum. But we got a lot of stuff to talk about, so we got to kind of plow through it here. Um, we're it's been a gonna, while since we've recorded. It has been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Radio Harambe, right? This is Radio Harambe, yeah, and it's episode ninety-six. So there's only four left. And the then, funny thing uh, is, people think we're kidding about that. I know, because <laughs> you tell them I'm kidding. Uh, so. Uh, Let's. We've got a lot of news. We're going to separate it into a couple of different shows here, um, but let's start off, Mike, with uh, your ability to gloat. Yes. Just a little bit about about, about uh, some of the. Well, if we cast our minds back into uh, August, okay, and we were hearing all of these. Um, Doomsayers talking about how the uh, the, the new show, uh, the 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 new uh, Jungle Book show, is a disaster, and nobody's going to the Animal Kingdom at night right. anymore. And now they're going to close it at five o'clock. Because um, <laughs> it was actually six o'clock. Six o'clock, whatever it was. I forget what it actually was <laughs> on there. And uh, you were trying to point out to these poor people that uh, they really had. Then wasn't the time to worry about it, and it it seems like you've been uh, proven correct here. Sure. So basically, uh, a few weeks ago, they moved all the October hours in in the beginning of November, I believe, or at least to the early part of November. They have um, moved the hours to 8.30 from uh, 7 o'clock, so they did push it back another hour and a half. Right. Um, I suspect that once we get towards the holiday season, you know, they'll continue to, at at least around that area, unless... Something changes significantly, right? And and of course the the hours always go up at Christmas, right? Uh, that was always the the uh, Christmas especially was always the thing when we talked about. We always made fun of the the answer of why does the park close at five o'clock? Well, the animals have to sleep unless it's Christmas, then the animals don't have to sleep. Well, they're in the holiday spirit. They're in the holiday spirit, right? And the reindeer are out all night long anyway. But uh, but uh, so we always made fun of it for that, and we're definitely going to get to that point. Um, but it looks like they're going to give, and, and we talked about this too. They're going to give the the park the sort of Hollywood Studios treatment hour wise, where there will be some nighttime hours every night. It may not be a lot. But as the clocks change and the sun goes down at five o'clock, mm-hmm. there's still going to be a couple hours. We're not closing at dusk anymore like we have been doing. Correct. I mean, eight, 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 even if it's eight o'clock after the, you know, the clocks change, that still gives you a good three hours of nighttime right. touring. So yeah. And until right. and until Rivers of Light actually starts floating down the river, which we'll talk about, which we'll we'll get to, um, you know, to be sort of to, to sort of temper down those those hours a little bit is expected i mean they don't have the they only have a few nighttime offerings but enough to keep people coming and certainly no night capping event at, right and no reason to no reason to have to keep it open for uh you know for a certain time to 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 right. you know to get the the show going um so we expect those hours to continue as you said through the rest of the year and then uh, we'll have some more information on rivers of light in just a second uh, Mike you also wrote in the news about some changes that I when I first read this story I said oh already look at this uh, but that 
it seems like it wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be when I read through it. It's changes to the Nomad Lounge yes. uh, menu. Yeah, this happened a few weeks ago now. Yeah, I was expecting you know hamburgers and hot dogs to be on the menu, but that's not quite that. No, it's not that at all. Um, <laughs> they ch- switched around a little bit the menu. They added like a some sort of beef slider kind of thing. Oh, that's that's, you know, that's a hamburger, lounge, Mike. Essentially, but Nomad Lounge obviously offers small plates like many of the lounges now at, at Disney. Right. Uh, they offer you know little snack, small plate, lunch kind of things. Um, I'll, I'll enjoy that next time I'm there. Um, but what they did do was they decreased the price of the wings and added a couple of wings, oddly enough. So instead of like three wings for $10, $12 or whatever it was, some crazy thing, it's now five for nine or something like that. Right. And they also uh, increase the amount of ribs that you get. So they actually giving you more for your buck, which is can you believe very it? unlike Disney, very unusual. Which is why I brought it up. It's not that big of a deal, but it is unusual. Speaking of food, let's head over to Kadani Village uh, for some very good news about yes. Sanaa serving breakfast. And uh, it looks like it's going to be breakfast that uh, really anybody would probably like. Yeah, there's a couple of little adventurous adventurous things, things yeah. but for the most part, you have your usual. Um, cast of characters for for a breakfast, and you get to eat it in Sanaa. It's a counter service kind of deal. There's even grab and go kind of stuff. There's some oatmeal's and some other like uh, I forget what was actually on the on the on the menu off the top of my head, but right. it's been a while now since that's been open. But um, it looks great. You are a fan of Sanaa. I always love Sanaa. Right. You, you you love their food. Um, Obviously, I think this is a you know we as we mentioned as you just mentioned we've always talked about how Sanaa is kind of short on quick service things and or um, Kidani Village and mm-hmm. it needed something like that and this seems to be you know certainly providing that at least in the morning uh, doesn't give you anything later on but it provides at least in the morning uh, it does look yeah as Mike was saying it's like it does, croissants and yeah there's croissants and then there's also you know tomato chutney on your eggs or something like yeah, that that's you interesting. know sausage yeah. and egg baboti pie yeah it's called I don't know how to pronounce this quamash quamasha which is uh, Swahili for to awaken with so. Yeah, breakfast works too. <laughs> yes, we'll call it breakfast. That's enough. But apparently, Komash or Kwaamsha, something like that. <laughs> that Mike, you are just torturing that. <laughs> torturing the listeners. Let's let's leave that alone. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Actually, I, I'm not. I'm actually not <laughs> scheduled to be at Kidani, and this is going to be the first time in a while. Um, you know, in the near future, where the next couple of times down there, we won't be staying there because well, we had been there. The last three or four. We're staying off property uh, in the next trip. And then... Um, the next in, trip is like around the corner. Yeah. And then uh, not too far after that, sometime after the holidays, um, we'll be staying at the boardwalk, actually, which we haven't done in years. Well, Dave, I have a mini personal announcement to make. What's that? Yesterday, I booked my first ever solo trip to Disney World in Ooh. late January. I'll be staying at the Kidani. Ooh, solo. Yes. Well, I'll tell you, Mike. We'll have I, to do a you know solo trip thing before uh, before I go. It's not all it's cracked up to be. Um, let's move. But I will enjoy Kadani. But go ahead. Yeah, you will. Uh, let's move to just a little quick refurb. Uh, uh, Little, is this where Pratt? No, we're we're going to be in refurb for Dinosaur until end of November. Yeah, they pushed it back another month. Right, it was scheduled to open up around now, about the time of this recording, like towards the end of October. Which and was only going to be like a three week thing or something. Like it. It was no, only- they've actually pushed it back. Quite, they pushed it originally back. It was supposed to open in end of September, and then they pushed it back to, to October twentieth or something right. like that. And now they pushed it back yet another month. So. I wonder if they broke something. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe we'll it'll be a disco dinosaurs now. I don't know. Maybe we'll change the name back to Countdown to Extinction. That would be nice. They're changing the signs. That'd be nice. <laughs> well, we would know that by now, I think. <laughs> I don't know. You never know. And I kind of, uh, might sometimes do that on the fly, but go ahead. And we, we've we discussed this uh, animal being added to the Maharaja Jungle Trek. I think you said... Weeks, months ago. Months ago that this was going to happen, and now it's there. So it's on the Maharaja Jungle Trek. Tell everybody where and what this is. Well, first of all, the macaques are not out yet. Okay. Uh, what it is, you know, what the news was is they actually added it to the to, to sort of the you know that sign out front that has yes. like these drawings of the animals, there's like a tiger and a, yep. the bats. Well, they've added the macaque to that, so it should be coming. I mean, at any time now. 
I know there are uh, there's a male and a couple of females off exhibit. They've been at the park for a little while now. They're just getting you know making sure the exhibit's ready and that they're you know past quarantine and all that kind of stuff. They should be out soon, um, and we should be enjoying them. And they are where right before the bats, right where um, you know the old taper exhibit was and where you used to have. That's a small exhibit, no? It, well, it, it goes pretty well, far back. Deep, I mean, and tapers it's deep. Were there. Yeah, yes, yeah. and they you know they've. Uh, when we were there, you could see that they're building various things for them to climb on and all that kind of stuff. So uh, the exhibit will be, uh, uh, you know, hopefully open pretty soon. And tell everybody what this is. Uh, what's a lion tail macaque? Yes. It is a monkey from India, you know, from the Indian coast. Um, it is has a, it's called a lion-tailed macaque, obviously, because their tails kind of look lionish. But also the ma- the males have kind of this big mane that it almost looks like. A uh, male lion. The coloration's not the same. They're dark brown with like, then the mane is grayish. They're beautiful animals, and uh, you know they're coming soon. Uh, I, and highly endangered too, by the way. Yeah, well, that's that's what we we're going to mention. But uh, that's what I was just about to mention. Uh, but I can't wait to see them. Uh, do, we don't know yet, though. When? I mean, this they could pop up any day. It could be tomorrow. It could be weeks from yeah, now. But yeah. the fact that they've—it's not something they they announce. They just sort of show up. Right. When I was there. And then the Disney Parks blog may give you a photo. Sure. Maybe like on a wildlife went about two days yeah. after they were out. Because right. um, even after they re, uh, put out the Lequis, which was the the uh, antelope that they added to the Animal Kingdom Lodge, they, there was no fanfare for it. It was just the, the next Wednesday, they just put a little blog post about it on the right. Disney Parks blog. So there you have it. The other thing I wanted to mention about refurbs before, which um, I, I was going to do right after Dinosaur and, and, and forgot to do it, was uh, the Cali River Rapids is down for its what we would call its annual yearly winter refurb where they drain it and paint it and do all those things they need to do for the water parts of it. Right. And it actually comes at, uh, they're going to do it in January I believe. Um, one of the thing, the other thing that you probably have on, about Cali River Rapids there it was removed from the extra magic hours list it is no longer available um, as of now in the morning for extra magic hours. Instead, it's been replaced by primeval whirl and a triceratops spin. Um, I think that's a function of it starting to get cooler and right. you know, most people aren't going to go on a get soaking wet in a relatively cooler. Right. I mean, it's 81 degrees in Florida today where it's like 40 <laughs> here, but right. be that as it may, as we're getting to the colder weather. Um, so they switched them around a little bit, but they're also doing the refurb. And oddly enough, there was a very, uh, I hate to call it major, but a, a tragic accident in Australia about right, a week I ago. Did, yeah. I don't know if you've heard it. It made I a did. lot of news outlets. A ride very similar to this, um, where the four people died as the as the um, the raft overturned and crashed into the right. side. Uh, I think two people were crushed and two people drowned. Mm. I, don't, I don't even want. To, I don't want to speculate, but four people died. And I think you got it right. It was and, four people, and I think that's how. And I know for ex- the um, Bush Gardens has a Congo River Rapids ride. That's very similar in yep. design, and they've shut it down until they've until they've determined what the cause of this Australia accident uh, accident was. Right. But uh, Disney has not done the same thing. One thing you nor you, has Universal for that matter. Right. I mean. Uh, Similar, it doesn't know. I mean, there, it's possible that some of these rides could be built or designed by the same designers. Absolutely, same company could have built the, the one in Bush Gardens as the one, the in, one Australia. in Australia. So and that Absolutely. could be the reason behind it. I haven't read that much into the the uh, the Bush Gardens shutdown. No, I um, just saw that it was. Yeah, so we don't really know um, what's going on there. But uh, my guess is that the 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 two aren't exactly the same, so there wouldn't be any reason to shut one down. You mean Kali is the same? Kali and the one, yeah. Um, or we would have heard that. Sure. <laughs> that would have made the rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of made the rounds, um, I, I always laugh. I, I, I've i been systematically removing um, a, a Disney news sites from my various social media accounts, um, mostly because uh, they all tend to give you the same pieces of news all the time. Okay. Um, so the yesterday, or no, maybe it was two days ago now, uh, I, I got to read about 48 different stories about how a woman, I think it was a woman, mm-hmm. uh, guy tuned out, uh, was caught trying to bring a handgun into the animal kingdom. And for some reason, this made news everywhere, even though it is really not news. <laughs> no, it happens every once in a while. I mean... You, you know, Mike and I are from. Uh, it's it's funny because Mike and I are from a place in the world 
where people don't have handguns. In well, a place in the United States. Pete's in the place in the Most United of the States. United world that didn't allow to walk around with guns. Right, right. A place, we're from a place in the United States where we're walking around with a handgun in a such a secure environment as Disney is not even a thought that you have in your head. Yeah, exactly. But the whole world isn't like that. Uh, the whole country. Uh, anyway. The whole country isn't like that. And, and I, I appreciate that. And Florida is certainly not entirely like that either. Second Amendment. Um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is, right? It, it is the law of the land. And, and some people don't know that they're not allowed to do this when they're walking around Disney. Sure. That Disney has its own rules. The woman got caught. The gun didn't come in. I don't understand why it's news. I don't know. Every news outlet has to report it. And then it comes up in my Google feed because I put in Animal Kingdom as a, uh, yeah. you know, right. it's just constant. But uh, we certainly needed to discuss that on every Disney news outlet there is. Uh, also, I wanted to mention one last thing before we go to the um, sure. before we go to the world news. And then we'll come back with some Rivers of Light news at the end of the show. Um, this second guest relations mm-hmm. testing, um, which... Are they in the process of doing it now? Yes. Okay. I think it, it ends in the middle of November sometime or something. Okay. Like that. Right. Now, guest relations or early November? The the uh this one is going to be in Harambe, I believe. Correct, by Kilimanjaro. Correct. Okay. And there is one in um the front of the park, which is traditional. They all have that. Right. Is there satellite guest relations locations in the other parks? No. No, so why here? Uh, I think they're testing one. If, uh, I'm not 100% sure about this, but they were testing one somewhere in the Magic Kingdom as well. I think they're just that floating that sense. idea. Floating that idea of having another one in the park where you can you don't have to go all the way to the front of the park to upgrade your tickets or I mean the the real purpose of it is to let's say buy a 3-day park hopper. Right. And you're walking around the Animal Kingdom and you say, "Why well, I love this place. Instead of going to the pool tomorrow, let's upgrade to a fourth 4-day hopper. How many? You can go there." And How do many, it, as opposed to the front of the park. How many people are going to know that about uh, guest relations? Uh, they've been, well, we'll see. They're testing how many people are knowing <laughs> this is why it's a test. You can make your ADRs, you know, biannual passes, that kind of stuff, all um, just wait, like a guest but, relations. But, but, it's but, essentially a second guest relations spot. But you can do all your ADRs right there on your My Disney Experience the, app. Well, I, I thought the whole point of the phone was to be able to, <laughs> the app was to do this, but, um, you know. <laughs> Apparently not. One issue at a time. <laughs> All right, so we have world news. We do. Okay. In one of the least important world news uh, things ever. <laughs> okay. I hate to be snarky, but I'm going to start off snarky. How come? This is what I don't understand, well, people. Yes. Listeners of the world. Mike never gets guff for this. Because I'm lovable. Never. I'm lovable. I'd say one little tiny thing. Half as snarky You're not as that. And, my, and I get... I. Because people, when I say it, people are like, oh, that Mike. When you say it, they're like, Dave. <laughs> but why? <laughs> I don't understand this. I'm making that up. I don't understand. People love this. you. Nobody loves me. Jordan Which I'm Gassley, fine. With. I was just on the Mickey Mutineers the other night, and they were they were talking about how they loved you, Jordan Gasly, and a couple of others. <laughs> I don't really value their opinions, but they still said it. <laughs> Dave, Walt Disney World is launching a new marketing campaign, wake me when this is over, for the fall and into 2007. It's called The Magic is Endless. Oh, I thought it was wake me when this was over. Apparently, (laughs) uh, the term wishes, the term celebration, the term dream didn't make the cut this year. We're using magic. That's the catchphrase for this year. Okay, well, that's good. Uh, The Magic is Endless. The Magic is Endless. There's new commercials for it and, you know, whatever. You know, they show they show like bippity boppity boutique, and they they're kind of emphasizing kind of the not the rides, but like some of the other stuff. The magic, enjoy. yes, the magic. Um, I really don't care. Moving on. The 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 any time I hear the word magic or magical with Disney, it's mm-hmm. price increase. No, I always think of one of the one of uh, the cast members who I've met a few times who have said to me, whenever they say to you, "Have a magical day." <laughs> That really means the opposite of that. Why is that? 
When I called uh, Disney Express, uh, the Disney people. To no, book I mean, my trip, like if they, you're if you go up, if you day. go up, or was very happy complain about, about something. They said you too. If you if they if you complain about something oh. or you're a general pain in the butt at the uh, you know wherever you are, they'll say to you, "Have a magical day." I see. You know, so that's how that is. Should we move on to the to the next? Uh... Well. We don't want to discuss the uh, magic. What was it again? <laughs> so so yeah, good. I turn back the page. Uh, so good. The I've, magic is endless. The magic is endless. So is this show. So it's just going to be uh, a phrase this it's, time it's, around. It's huh? Emphasizing, like I said, some of the lesser known experiences. The one they they mention, I think they show in the commercial, is the Bippity Boppity Boutique. That's a lesser known experience. Well, I mean, compared to Splash Mountain. Oh, I see not, what you mean. Okay. All right. Well, I, you'll know, I'm, you'll, I'm prepared. I, I, I will almost guarantee you that all these lesser-known experiences also include additional fees, like the Bippity Boppity Boutique. I'm prepared. perhaps the Wild Africa Trek will be sponsored in one or shown in one. You know okay. that kind of thing. We've discussed it enough. You're you're Disney correct. Visa card member meet and greet has moved to a new location at Epcot. It is no longer at Interventions. It is now found at the Imagination Pavilion near the fountains, and what mm. was previously Figment's place. Do you care about that? Not in the least. I didn't think so. Do you have anything in the news that I would care about? Yes, Steve. Okay, good. Let's talk a little bit about Muppets. Yeah. Muppets are all over the parks nowadays. <laughs> really? They're all, they've, the, the show at the Hall of Presidents has opened. Have you had a chance to uh, review that? Nope. Loved it. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. You know, they have the characters kind of above the Hall of Presidents in another a building at the Liberty Square, and there's like an interaction with the guests and a town crier. It's very good. One, one I think, tells the story of Paul Revere, and the other one is maybe the signing of the Declaration of Independence. There's and a when does this happen? Uh, five or six times during the course of the day. Is there? Is it on the is It, it on is the, on the schedule. Then I will look it up when we're there. No, it's fun. I mean, it's you just walk I'm, around. I'm, I'm, you know there. I like the Muppets. I'm, I'm happy. With regards to the Hall of Presidents, uh, the Magic Kingdom is set to close the Hall of Presidents. Beginning in 2017, it's going to be gone from the down, excuse me, from January 17th, conspicuously a few days before the um, new president is sworn in, right? To through June 29th. So we reopen on June 30th with either a Trump or a Hillary um, audio animatronic. Animatronic, yeah. Well, I don't know what I mean. I I almost want Trump to win just to see what they would do. Donald Trump speaking. Yeah, well, only a handful speak. I mean, he would probably just nod. Yeah, but the, doesn't the the new one usually speak? Brock says something. Doesn't he, he did, but I, but I don't remember. It's been a while since I went in there. I, I know Obama did. I can't tell you that that George Bush did. I thought he did. Did w? he? I thought he did. So but he I, says it, he says the ending thing. Yeah, a little something. Usually maybe, the, yeah, maybe you might skip that if Trump. I mean, I'm trying to remember now because it was so long ago. I, I just don't remember hearing George Bush talking, but I, I guess he probably yeah, did. It's been a while. Um, also, with regards to the Muppets, if I, you want something to remember, think makes me remember though that Clinton did. Oh, I'm almost positive that did. Bill did. Yeah. Bill's did. Yeah. Uh, Muppets are also back in Epcot, Dave. The Muppet, you know that uh, mobile Muppet Lab, yeah, has been seen this. again in cool. Epcot. Cool. So I think that's the one of the coolest things going. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how long it's going to be there, or what the hell it has to do with Epcot, but yeah. Well, over at the Imagination, you can sure. sort of, kind sure. of. Yeah, and it's also as much as Guardians of the Galaxy has to do with energy. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean Epcot. I mean the Imagineers have completely lost any control over Epcot. Really, they don't have no, no idea what to dead. do. They have no Epcot's idea what dead. to do. I, I mean, they should. Epcot, but they not. should. They should just for an extended period of time, just keep the keep the World Shake Showcase open and just raise the rest and build something brand new. Just start from the beginning. We can't get uh, rid of Spaceship Earth. Uh, no. Okay. We'll leave that. We'll leave that building. It's the only building that matters. Let's be honest. And you can bet they're not going to get rid of Soren. So, and what are you going to do with the fish? Uh, but I also just mean the uh, the. F- you're just gonna open up that, let him just flop around on the pavement for. What are you gonna do with the fish? It's over. What are you gonna do with the fish? Serve him in the Italian pavilion. Uh, Mike, I, I don't, I don't, I <laughs> mean that. Is right down. There. I mean that metaphorically. Oh. I don't mean it literally. Uh-huh. I don't want to bulldoze the building. I mean it metaphorically. I mean that you know, just you, you could, if you could find a way to just redo the entire aesthetic, sure. and, and do the whole thing, you can keep that park open. 
and profitable and, you know, people enjoying it mm-hmm. by just getting some way to get them from park to entrance of World Showcase. I don't know how you would do it, but you can do it, maybe through a tram or something like that, you know, to get the to get that kind of thing, uh, you, you know, to get that kind of logistic worked out. It wouldn't be that hard, but that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. They're going to do this, what we're talking about incrementally, turn it to the... Uh, Studios West or whatever. Yes, well, I mean, I, I think you can. I don't want to get too far off the, the rails here. You can use IPs in Epcot. I know there are many people who are anti-IPs in Future World. Right. But you have to do it right. Like, I could, if they told me tomorrow we're going to redo the universe of energy and we're going to use the characters from Wally, I'm fine with that. If they use... Do you ever see Big Hero 6? No. All right. Well, there's a... You know, there's a science fair and very futuristic inventions and stuff. I could see that being used in, in Epcot and Future World with keeping the sort of the motif and theme. But this Guardians of Galaxy nonsense is just... Or putting in Doctor Strange meet and greet. And, ugh, just... No, I agree. Uh, I... You it's know, I'm the, one, I'm the one who... I'm one of these who believes not that... You know, Epcot is a sacred cow that can't have these things, you know, have this kind of change. I'm just one who likes, I mean, I'm a fan of the intellectual properties that bore out of the creation of the parks. I'm not necessarily one who is a fan only of movie intellectual properties. Right. And that's the part I don't like. I'm, I'm a fan of the Tiki Birds, the Figment. Pirates. Figment. Figment. I mean, it go on and on. There's so many of them, you know. I mean, even things like Big Thunder Mountain Railroad sets a great little, uh, you know, story for itself. The Haunted Mansion. You know, it just goes on and on and on. These were these were creative minds that worked on a story in an original story for theme park goers, and they were incredibly successful. Mm -hmm. Both. both with merchandising and with just getting into the zeitgeist. There's no reason why we can't continue to do that, but we're just going down this rabbit well, hole of... Exactly. It's, it's him. It's exactly, it's his, that's exactly it's his, where I was going. It's, it, I mean, he says it. Yep. He says, we're just going to do... I mean, he basically yep. flat out that's says... That's why I can't wait until he's... I'm, I'm to, the, to the point now where I can't wait until he's gone. Right. Because we're, not, we're not doing anything original-ish. The original's gone, and even no. even original is almost entirely gone. Certainly and suppressed, that's for sure. As, as far as the park goes. As far as the park goes. Right, and that's all I care about. You know, I, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I've said many, many times before, I'm, I'm not a giant movie fan, um, so I don't really care about the movie situation as much. No, but he's been great. In fairness, Iger's been great for the movie. Sure, if that matters to you. It just doesn't sure. to me. And right. so, this isn't a movie podcast, so it doesn't relate to the sure. show at all. Sure. Um, and we've been saying forever that, you know, in even this Avatar thing, which we've been, you know, I've been an apologist for pretty much. I mean, I, I can't stand that this is what they hand Joe Rohde. I mean, here's an incredibly creative mind who could do so many things, and now he has to work with this instead of something he can create on his own which right. would probably be better i'm sure it would be you know and and has been and there's all these little great little characters over the years that we've brought in and that's why i don't like it i don't i don't care about the sacredness of epcot or anything like that i although i do appreciate people's opinion on that um that that's just not my motivation my motivation is i just don't want this stuff anymore and you're right it's going to happen in epcot and it's going to happen <laughs> overwhelmingly i think and as much as i like the muppet lab it's just another sign of what's to come, right? Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Dave, the villas at Disney's Wilderness Lodge have been renamed. It is now called the Boulder Ridge Villas at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. Not sure why they did this, other than the, the reason they give you is that they want the Disney Vacation Club members to have a better sense of identity and a deeper connection with the theming of the resort itself. I don't know. Maybe it's to sell more T-shirts. I don't know. Yeah, but, I, I don't know. But they did rename the uh, the villas, the these DVC section of Disney's Animal Kingdom. Yeah, that is. Uh, weird. Excuse me, Disney's Wilderness Lodge. Yeah, that is a weird decision. Uh, I don't mind it, but no, it, it's a reasonable it's a name. It's fine. Just like it was weird to go back to Gorilla Falls. <laughs> I just don't know. It's very random. Yeah, it's a ran- that that was that's definitely a random one. <laughs> okay. I mean, somebody had Whatever. to approve that and pay money to change sure. all these signs. I mean, it's not free. 
it is a weird investment. I mean, it's not. I'm it sure is it's a weird investment. I'm sure they're not going to say, well, we can't do a major roller coaster now because we had to change all those signs at the Wilderness Lodge, but still. Well, you never know. <laughs> you do never know. Um, Dave, beginning November 24, 2016, Princess Elena of Avalor, the first Disney princess inspired by diverse Latin cultures, will begin to greet guests at Disney's uh, at the oh, Princess Fairy Tale Hall at the Magic Kingdom. Um, Princess Elena is a Disney Junior. Disney Junior, right? Correct. Yeah. Disney Junior. Took me a second to remember what that was. Right. I, I, I've never seen it, but I see the occasional ad for it. Right. So when you're there, you'll be able to meet. Uh, you know, on one side it'll be Elena and Cinderella. On the other, it will be Rapunzel and Tiana. So I, I would pick Rapunzel and Tiana out of that group. I I would skip it entirely. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I like Tangled as well as Princess of the Frog. Princess of the Frog is one of the most underrated Disney movies ever. Anyway, speaking of underrated, it was it was nice. It was great, great music, good story. Great, great. I, I liked the Greek in the guy. in the, in the pantheon the of Disney films. It's hard to use the word great. Oh, I think if you're great. grading on a curve, it's hard to use the word. I would great. put Princess and the Frog probably in definitely in my top ten of all Disney cartoons. Oh no, but okay, absolutely in mine. No. Not maybe not Rapunzel. I would also say both uh, Tangled and um, Princess and the Frog had two one of the two of the best bad guy, villains in any Disney movie. Princess and the Frog one for sure. That's a my good pick for the. Biggest, you know, use the expletive here, villain is Mother Gothel from Tangled. She was the most evil one ever. Oh, and it's not no. even close. No, 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 no. It's Sc- not even close. Scar killed his own brother. This woman tortured Rapunzel for years. Psyche, a psychological horror on this. Right. She was as bad as they come. Mother Gothel is the biggest. Scar killed his own brother and tried to kill his nephew. It happens all the time. Just... It doesn't happen all the time. Uh, he killed his own brother. With royalty, it happens all the time. And tried to kill his nephew twice. Mother Gothel's the worst. <laughs> Which means the best. Um, offered for several years, Dave. Of this, let me let me backtrack here. Um, in one of the best things to happen to the Magic Kingdom in quite some time. Really? Yes. This is a lot. The Sleepy Hollow refreshments in Liberty <laughs> Square about a year or so ago lost... The sweet and spicy chicken waffle sandwich. It's back. How did I know this was going to be about it food? It is back. The only thing worthwhile to eat, except when you're <laughs> at the Skipper Canteen, which I liked a lot. But oops, mm. sans that, um, sweet and spicy chicken waffle. Like a hot dog back. at Casey's? What was that? You like a hot dog at Ugh, Casey's? God, it's disgusting. <laughs> I have heartburn for the rest of the day. It's, but I it's have, a fun heartburn. I have one more big news, Dave. Okay. Big. I would consider this big. All right. And it's relatively recent, and it's going to start on November 4, 2016. Dave, Celebrate the Magic will be no longer at uh, Disney's Magic Kingdom. The new show called, um, where is it called here again? Oh, what was it called again? Oh, um, (laughs) Once Upon a Time. Sorry, I lost track of the name. It's called Once Upon a Time. Begins on November 4th. And... It includes Mrs. Potts from Beauty and the Beast sharing bedtime stories with Chip, taking them through a magical trip from things like Cinderella, Peter Pan, Alice in Wonderland, Winnie the Pooh, that kind of stuff. Um, scenes will include a flight with Peter Pan over uh, from London to Neverland. You'll have the Mad Hatter's uh, tea party and a daring duel between Gaston and the Beast. So that is going to be replacing Celebrate the Magic, which has been there for quite some time. I don't know if I've ever seen it. Oh, you must have. Those little, you know, the, the the projections they put on the castle right before Wishes. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen I'm it. I'm sure I have. It just didn't leave any impression, I guess. To be honest, I'm not the, yeah, I'm not the biggest Celebrate the Magic fan in the world, so this is fine by me. What they do at the Tree of Life it was much ten better times better. I've heard, yeah. Ten times better. But uh, Celebrate the Magic was the first one. That oh, I know what this. you're talking about now. I mean, it's fine. Yeah, I know what it's you're fine. talking about now. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they're changing it up, so... Yeah, the the problem with celebrate the magic was uh, it, it, the projection just didn't work as well. Didn't work as well, which meant it was it's hard to stand there, <laughs> you know, yeah. in, in the square and or in the in, in the hub and wait for it when mm-hmm. all these people are piling in for wishes and right all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I mean it just wasn't hopefully something better. Um, 
we know there's a lot of other news or at least a couple of other news stories out there that are Christmas related or holiday related. Not much, but a little. There are some. Uh, we are going to save that for the next show, which I'll tell you about in just a few minutes. But before we finish up today's little uh, news update, we do have some Rivers of Light update information that we wanted to pass mm-hmm. along. Um, I- I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna just hand this over to Mike because there's a lot here. Um, some rumor, some not rumor. So let's 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 kind of get it. Let's kind of get everybody up to date here. Obviously, as we all know, Rivers of Light is the nighttime um, show that, if you haven't been listening to the show, was uh, scheduled to begin at the beginning of the summer. Got delayed. We, you know, we we knew there was problems with uh, some sort of technical issue with the actual. Um, show itself it was being tested earlier in the year and then never came to fruition they quickly threw in this new temporary show which is now closed Mm -hmm. and now we're waiting for more information on when rivers of light is going to come back so we have i mean all sorts of time frames have been speculated since the announcement that it wasn't going to open when it was supposed right. to. I mean, we were here in years <laughs> to, you know, Christmas. You know, we were here and, and everything in between. So what do we have now? All right. So basically, um, let's let's talk about what we do know. One of them is they've certainly been testing it um, recently. Uh, they've sort of stopped doing that. There are now boats that they actually use for the show, which are these um, you know, basically sailboat-looking things with all sorts of drums uh, around the perimeter of the boat. So there's going to be a lot of music involved in it. They are sitting there ready to rock and roll. I have heard from several sources that Rivers of Light is ready, and it has been turned over from Imagineering to Operations. Okay, so let's talk about because yes. that's the that's the phrase that gets discussed a lot. Sure. Let's talk about what that means. Obviously, Imagineering is the um, creative development process, sure. but it's also the construction process. Mm-hmm. Imagineering um, oversees all the construction of it, and then, for lack of a better term, at some point. You have to, as a as a builder and an architect and an engineer and a designer, you have to say, okay, this is what I wanted to make. It's ready. Now you have to staff it. Right. You have to, um, you know, turn it on every night and all those kind of things have to be done by the actual operations of the park itself. Right. And make sure the, the theater's ready. And right. All of is, that stuff has to be ready. Right. So every so it all gets turned over to basically they they open up the bag and hand the present over to the people at the park who are then who then take it from there. Right. And do all the logistical things that have to happen just to make it work on a nightly basis. So when we hear it's gone from gone it's been turned over to operations, that means we could be days away. Correct. Depending on how far along they are and what they need to do, uh, you know, is there some things can some things could delay that. I mean, is there is there rehearsing that needs to be done sure. by live performers? Is sure. do, do, which this has obviously, which it has. We don't know whether or not those live performers are currently on staff. Right. They may or may not be, which means that part of operations may also be hiring those. <laughs> those live performers so we don't know what it means so anyway go ahead and one of the things i have heard is that yes it is ready uh it's been turned over to operations but they are not going to start it until next spring when um as we get closer to avatar actually being open almost like a right and just do it april perhaps april 22nd next year right uh, earth day when they were originally going to do it for this one but one of the rumors that is going you know wild around is that we, it's actually going to open a lot sooner than that, and and we have been hearing because periodically that it's that it, it they wanted it to be re- available for the holiday season. But what were you going to say, Dave? Because it doesn't make sense not to. Right. I mean, there's no reason behind it unless it's incredibly costly, and you don't think it's going to be ve- beneficial in the short term. Sure. But what would what of this scale would possibly fall under that? Category. I mean, I understand if you're going to build a meet and greet and you don't think you're going to have enough guests in for a meet and greet of some obscure character 
and you say, okay, we're going to hold it. We've built it. We've made it. But we're going to hold it until said movie comes out mm-hmm. or said DVD is released for the 20th anniversary of this, that, or the other thing. You know, that I get. But a major multi-million dollar show and a huge season coming up in the not-too-distant right. future. That first rumor about holding it until a Earth Day, I, I read that too. And that just didn't make the any sense to me. theory is... They, you know, if assuming Avatar opens in, um, and we'll talk more about that in the next show, um, opens in the late summer, fall of next year. Um, you know, the Jungle Book Alive with Magic. One of the things you kept hearing is that, except for in the middle of the, when the show was going on, the theater was packed. There wasn't that many people walking around enjoying the park, so they don't necessarily right. want to keep the park open till ten o'clock without. Avatar there to gobble up people and create you know more attractions okay. and stuff like that. So why start running it? I, again, I'm not saying I agree with this particular thought process, but that's the thinking behind that uh, particular rumor. The only thought process or the only thinking behind that that I could think of that would make it um, make sense to me is if you're going to tell me that uh, you know, it's ready now. It's re- ready maybe a little sooner than we thought it might be. So therefore, we don't have right. the marketing ready to go. And we have this multi-million dollar show. We did all this marketing push for it back in the summer. We failed to deliver. And now all that marketing push has been sort of lost. And we don't have the we don't have that engine running yet to get people excited about it the way we need them to be before mm-hmm. Christmas. You know, that's the only thing that that makes sense to me mm-hmm. because you may want to shelve something for a little bit until you can get that buzz going and really make it a worthwhile opening. Because if you don't have that buzz going now for Christmas, you're not going to get the payback on return right away. Um, but if you could make it as part of some, you know, Earth Day celebration and and you have, you know, from January to April to advertise it and talk about it and make t-shirts and all that kind of stuff. Right. That I get. Um, I just don't know if that's what this is ever intended to be. No, but and the other, when we get to the other sort of side of this rumor yeah. here. Okay, so Thanksgiving is coming up at right. the end of November. The weekend before Thanksgiving, which is, I believe, November 19th and 20th. Uh, the Destination D event is going to be happening at Walt Disney World. An event with some talks and, and, and whatnot. Right. On the last day, which is Sunday the 20th, um, you know what looks like is one of the highlights of it is actually Joe Rohde's giving a presentation with John Landau from uh, from James Cameron's, uh, you know. Yeah. They're going to talk about some of the things. They already told us they're going to give us more information about Avatar. Cool. Also, as part of that, is Joe Rohde is going to do a talk about the history of the development of the park and some of the things that are coming in the future. So it's going to be a very cool uh, retrospective and prospective look at uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom. Afterwards, up until recently, there was going to be an in what they call an in-park event uh, with, uh, you know, you would need park admission to enjoy it if you wanted to go. Um, starting at like 8 o'clock, I think it was. Right. Uh, they did. They gave no more details than that. However, recently, they removed the re- requirement for a theme park admission, meaning mm. that those guests who are going to this particular Destination D event, I think the talk's actually at the Contemporary Resort, when they go to a park, I can't imagine they're going to allow you into the Magic Kingdom and allow you to wander the Magic Kingdom for four hours for free. Right. Um, however, they could go to a park that's going to close shortly after this event, meaning uh, many people are starting to believe and talk about how this will be the first preview of Rivers of Light. And the people at the Destination D are going to get to enjoy, be the first people to enjoy uh, the Rivers of Light show. And then theoretically, if that was the case, this is the weekend before Thanksgiving, they would have it up and running for Thanksgiving and beyond. I'd be stunned if that were the case. I just think that there's always a chance to do a focus group, you know, um, to do real testing, uh, you know, with cast members or, um, you know, family and friends, that kind of stuff, which they which they do with a lot of stuff. Um, So I'd be surprised if they opened it up for the very first time 
to this kind well, of high profile thing. You're you're we're not removing the possibility that they, that could happen before that. Right. They could yeah. have some cast member previews. And we remember that we're talking at least a month away or about a month away. Um, this destination D event is it going to be? Um, can we be able to watch these presentations, or do you have to attend it? I be, I mean, Are they going to be streamed or anything like that? I'm unaware if they're going to yeah. be streamed. I'm unaware. Um, I knowing some of the Disney people, I believe they'll be have their iPhones. In they'll there stream it themselves. There'll be yeah, stuff got, on YouTube gotcha, at gotcha. some point. Whether it'll be an official Disney thing, right. I tend to doubt, but we'll see. So, what is your gut telling you? My gut telling is telling me from what I've been hearing about, you know, it being ready to go and you know, et cetera, et cetera, is that I'm not sure about the destination D thing, but I think it's going to be going by Christmas time. I do. I think it'll be operational by Christmas time. That's my gut. And you also spoke on in the news about a new boat or a prop. Oh, I mentioned that at the beginning. Some of the the boats are are sitting there. Apparently, they're charging. They're ready to rock and roll. I mean, it looks like things are ready, and they're just leaving the boat there for the show to begin. And it is, um, you know, it's going to have cast members on it or performers, I should say, you know, using drums and stuff. There, there is uh, boats and live entertainers mixed in with the you know other sort of pyrotechnics and other stuff. Very uh, similar like to the Jungle Book, yeah. Just hopefully better. Um, I did not hate the Jungle Book. I didn't hate it either. I just I, I it wasn't a wow factor no, by any means. No. And I'm and I'm it's not illuminations by any stretch exactly. And I'm hoping this one is yes. Although, um, you, you know. I, I'm not sure that it was meant to be. I'm not sure this is meant to be that. I'm, I, I I always felt that um, this coupled with the tree, coupled with the music, were all together support, supposed to be sort of, you know, coupled with the nighttime safari, were all together supposed to be one thing that kept everybody there. I thought the Rivers of Light was a great closing piece, but it never came off to me even in its design to be anything like gigantically spectacular like a fireworks show or um, you know I mean think of the scope of illuminations this is not going to have that kind of sure, scope it's, it's like even not even going to have the scope of phantasmic as far well, as better than phantasmic yeah but you know what I mean this the, the the staging of phantasmic the the characters being involved and all that kind of stuff it just okay. I, I always felt that this was a, a, a large piece of a puzzle mm-hmm. that was put together to create the same sort of buzz as those things do and keep people in the park as long as those things do. But this wasn't the one. Like, we're not comparing this to Illuminations. Disagree. I thought we'd have to compare this plus the tree no. plus the new music and all that to Illuminations. No, I don't think so. I think this is supposed to be Illuminations. Okay. It's not. I hope now, so. It's not going to be. I mean, there's just not going to be a bunch of fireworks, obviously. Right. I mean, they're just not going to do that. It's going to be a different type of show, but it is supposed to be that big night capping event that keeps you in the park until nine o'clock or whatever. Um, so you have dinner there and you know a couple of the attractions. Well, right. And end your day with Rivers of Light. Right. It depends. On, I guess. I mean. I think I'm talking more scope. I than, guess. than design. I mean, I I I felt that. Uh, yes, we need you to stay later in the park. We need you to have dinner, yada, yada, yada. Right. In order to do all of these other things that are part of this, you have to stay in the park. Yeah, I've always viewed it as we want Rivers of Light here at 9 o'clock at the end of the day. Right. We got to give you something to do from to get up 5 to, to 9 right. o'clock. Right. So yeah, we got to okay. throw in. We don't want to kill a whole Kilimanjaro as far as let's develop a nighttime, nighttime Kilimanjaro as far as let's get some nighttime entertainment there. Let's do let's get our people. version of Celebrate the Magic, which is sort of the prequel to Wishes gotcha. by doing the Tree of Life. I got you. I, I hear you. So that that's always been my take on it. I mean, I... My, I've I always been, t-shirt. I've always been very positive about it. It looks like a great design. It just from where it is and the size of the theater and the the technology that they're using. I mean, it's just it never looked to me like it was going to be something that made jaws drop. Uh, but I could be wrong. It depends. I mean, what Let's makes your jaws drop? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I, I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not trying to say I'm. I'm down on the idea. I'm very positive about it. You're being a Debbie Downer. I just don't think it's to me it just never it never was presented to me as a wishes type event. You know, I, I, I disagree. May, maybe okay. So maybe when the destination D thing happens and we hear him talking a little bit more, maybe that'll change it a little bit. Yeah. But um 
you know, we'll see. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it, and mm-hmm. I will be there very soon. So if there are these props and stuff out, I'll try to take some photos of it, okay. and I'll send it to Mike to post on his Twitter, which is better for him to do because nobody looks at mine anyway. Um, That's because you don't post anything. And so this is my public I service, mean, you have, Mike. You have followers. I do. Sure, you do. I don't. I don't know how people see me on that. You have like over a thousand followers, I think. Uh, well. That's thanks to the listeners, I guess. I mean, I have over... I don't know anybody but you. 5,400 followers? See. You have 1,800 followers. Wow. That's a lot of people. It's true. I have 5,437 followers. How could you read all that? No, that's people who follow me. I don't follow them. Oh, oh I see. I'm very I see. picky. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely boring. So there's really that's no... True. Re- there's true. I mean, I won't... I will help. Here's my promise to you, Twitter folks. I will not fill your news feed. Do they call it that? Uh, that's timeline. A, Twitter I won't fill time your timeline line with nonsense like Mike does, because my timeline does tend to get filled with nonsensical fights between Mike and Jamie of the Disney hipsters. Uh, actually, I don't talk to Jamie too much on Twitter. Really, that's more texting and really vocals. don't need but. to read any of that. <laughs> but we normally get caught into those things. Or bars, and then I unfortunately get posted on it. I don't or somehow tagged in it or whatever you call it and then I gotta read it all but uh, so if you enjoy that sort of thing follow Mike at and, uh, uh, John Boy everyone and I can't Twitter. wait for the elections to be over oh because whenever there is oh, God. a uh, debate or something going on I can't help myself but to I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna tell you what I tweet but I tweet stuff and I always lose like 10 to 12 followers every time I start doing yeah that. I, I don't <laughs> my my general rule of thumb is I do not discuss that's a good rule of thumb but i can't help myself sometimes period i mean i don't anyway so i guess that's it am i missing anything that is it sir okay one of the things i mentioned before was we have some more news coming up we're going to get to another show quickly it'll probably be a a week or so before it's in your news feed Um, but we are going to on our next show have a blue christmas and start singing now. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Get that in your head. Hopefully, Christmas. hopefully, if you're trying to drive yourself mad, you'll have Without actually you. Mike's version of it in your head. That'll drive you crazy. Um, <laughs> All right, that's enough. And I'll explain more on the next show what we mean by a blue Christmas. Uh, it's not nearly as interesting as it might be. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we'll be back with that soon. Uh, until then, don't forget to follow Mike on Twitter at Jumbo Everyone. You can follow me at Radio. Harambe if you want to Um, you can also follow us on Facebook I'm on there occasionally as well Um, and you can also email any questions or comments if you want to speak to us directly certainly one way to get in touch with me or Mike is through the email Um, and that is uh, jomboeveryone at gmail.com so if you have any sort of comments or anything like that you want to discuss with us um, without the Without the rigmarole of social media, feel free to do it the old-fashioned way of email. Uh, So for Safari Mike, I'm Dave McBride. Thank you for tuning in. Quaharini, go well, and thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. Now, who, who, who,